Everybody, welcome to Arsenal X Boss Rush Games Xbox Podcast. I'm your host this episode, Eddie V, the enlightened and excited one. And joining me as always is the wise West Constant, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Yes, our boss man is taking a break uh, for this episode. He needed one more day of relaxing, so. Um, you know, you guys will hear him next week uh, when he is refreshed and regroup. But we got a great episode for you guys. We don't got too much housekeeping, but if you guys want to keep up with us, you can follow us at Boss Rush Podcast on Twitter and also check out our more X Arsenal X content on BossRushGames.com and our YouTube page at Boss Rush Games. Um, and also follow us on Twitch at Boss Rush Games, where you can also check the podcast there jesse you were gone last week from yeah and this week and this, <laughs> technically and, and this most week, yes. of this week uh so uh how how was it how did you enjoy the time off and everything yeah um yeah it was a lot of fun um you know except for the heat it was like 90 i think it was like 95 or something like that mm-hmm. Uh, over the weekend when we were camping, uh, which luckily we weren't staying in a tent because that would have just been like flat out miserable. Yes. Um, I probably would have honestly wanted to go home the first the first night, but um, because it it just was brutal. Like not only was it you know like brutally hot, it was also like 100% humidity, so it was like yeah. Uh, so it was just like, you know, like it was just pure, just nothing but sweating nonstop. And so, yeah, but luckily what we did is it was $100 a night, which really wasn't bad. And that included the, the you know, the camping spot. Mm-hmm. But then it was like a, um, basically like you had like one of those campers that are more like a trailer home. Yes. Uh, where it's got like multiple, like it's got like multiple areas that people can sleep and stuff. Mm. Like the ta- the table and the in the dining room converts into a bed, and the couch converted into a a pull out. Like a you pulled it out, and then it it flattened out into a bed. And then there was a TV in there, you know, with a DVD player, and there was a sound system, and that fed into the the main room and into the kitchen dining area and you know like it was it, and it had its own bathroom and kit you know full kitchen and all that so i mean it, you know like we could actually you know put stuff in a fridge and all that and keep it good without having to like have it in ice and be fishing through ice to find things <laughs> and stuff like that so i mean you know don't get me wrong i i love uh camping in a tent you know, I love like actual camping, camping, like where yeah. you have to start a fire to, to cook your food and which we did most of that anyways, other than breakfast in the morning. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we we cooked on the stove, but I have you know I do have a skillet that I bought that's for camping over a fire pit. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I could if I really wanted to, I could have made you know still made breakfast that way, but but yeah. So like, cause I just love that. I love I love camping. I love like We've... every bit of it. And and we talked outside of the podcast about you know how you love camping and being outdoors and nature and everything yeah like like we our late night podcast talks <laughs> yeah uh we talked about that yeah uh and so like hearing you being able to get out and stuff because i think you said you, was, you came back sunday right for yeah yeah. yeah 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 we came because we had to we had to check out by, I believe it was 11 because oh, they, you know, with, with, especially with, you know, COVID and everything, yeah. they've got to make sure they can get in there. And because this place that we stayed at was like, it was basically booked all year mm-hmm. like that. We just got lucky. And that was a weekend where they had, they had one of those open for a weekend yeah um but like it was literally then filled up through all the weekdays you know a lot of people staying for like full like for the weekdays and then going home on the weekend yeah um i think is what happened and they gotta go in yeah so we were able to get we got lucky and were able to get it but um yeah i always joke because i don't really go to church or anything you know so i always joke that like you know like the woods and being out <laughs> in the woods and in the forest and out in nature is is my my church it's a church <laughs> <laughs> that's where i go to reflect on and, and and you know just uh um you know enjoy enjoy the you know this earth that we live on all the fun things it's 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 kind of like you're enjoying getting away from kind of like city life city culture yeah and stuff. like you are in nature where there is some electricity there is a little bit internet but like this is a place where survival really happens like when you're yeah. in nature you got to do your best to survive yeah. um yeah. so uh that's good that's that that is awesome so uh but guys we are going to jump into some arson news uh because twitter was uh a flutter <laughs> there was rumors of discussions that halo infinite multiplayer may be gone free and then later on they did uh confirm it that yes uh halo infinite's multiplayer will be free uh to play there's going to be more details we don't fully know if there's going to be a portion like if um certain things are going to be locked behind anything or uh or if you really want to get the full experience, you literally got to buy the game or play it on Game Pass. Because um, we do know that, yes, in order to play the campaign, you do have to buy the game or you do have to have Game Pass. So, mm-hmm. um, but the multiplayer, it may be something like Call of Duty where it's just Warzone, where it's just a, uh, just a, uh, um, uh, a battle royal. Battle royal, but. Uh, they said that they don't believe in Battle Royale, so it may be the classic ones. It may be uh, Capture the Flag. Um, there's a lot that we don't know yet, uh, and 
if you guys checked out Boss Rush Podcast, me, Corey, and LaRon, we had a discussion about it and talked about it. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, to me, this is good news uh, yeah. for it. And I, I asked, uh, like, I, like I mentioned, uh, Luke Lore from Expansion Pass, like I said, you guys go check out that podcast. He's wonderful. Um, we we literally was talking about, you know, uh, the sim- it feels like Halo Infinite is going back to a simple, uh, simple. There's it's simple roots, simplicity, um, yeah. with it, uh, because the, the, there's been criticism. There still is criticism about its graphics. There's still, and like I said, Digital Foundry did a great thing. So because of this criticism with this graphics, is it going to affect what the multiplayer is? That we don't know yet. Um, we know that they said that over time they're going to be working on it, and and one of the points that I brought up is because uh, their their new their new engine that they created and working on to make Halo Infinite. When you first see it, like if you go back to I think 2017 E3, 17 or 18 I think, and you see what this engine is, and you just like see all these graphics, you like if this is running on this engine, this is crazy. This looks so good. And mm-hmm. then seeing what the game is, um, what it's running on, people were disappointed. And if this is also going to affect the multiplayer thing, some people may not even bother whether it's free or not to play. But uh, we we talked multiple things, and I want to get your viewpoint on it. What do you think of this? So, um, you know, like, I, I mean, I guess it's possible this could be uh, um, kind of the same situation. But, it, but honestly, in my opinion, not as, as, um, not as critical of a way. Mm-hmm. But remember when the uh, the um, demo came out for Anthem, you know, like a, yes. there was a lot of issues that people had with like, you know, with it starting up and, and you know, a lot of technical issues just getting the game to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and then like we kept on hearing like, you know, oh, this is an early build of the the demo and you know not to worry about it you know like that's what had been kind of been said and then the the full game came out and you know some of those issues were still there yes and and then that's ultimately in my opinion i think what what hurt hurt them so much Mm -hmm. i honestly think people would have been a little bit more willing to look past some of the of the um the lacks of certain things you know and not been as critical about it had yeah. it felt like they like we you know not, hadn't been lied to i think but so like with this cuz the same thing is kind of coming out that that like what we've seen was just all they had available to show like and it was an early build yeah like before anything was polished or any of that kind of stuff and that's why it didn't look as good you know like um like the uh, apparently they just wanted to get gameplay of it out Uh, and just kind of show what it was going to look like i think it's one of the things that 
at this point in time, you really can't have an early build. Really, mm-hmm. meaning, meaning that if you are announcing a game that's about to come out within four months, I, I think in November, right? Um, yeah. uh, we're actually, let's see, September, August, uh, September, October, November, in three months uh, at the time of this recording. If you're about to come out in three months, are you guys really crunching to get this game up to up to snuff? Because it's going to be like you are. Pre- this is the headline game for Series X, and you mm-hmm. can this cannot disappoint people who was getting a Series X because everybody's going to be like, I should have just got the Xbox One, not even spent my time getting Series X. If mm-hmm. this is going to feel rushed and everything, and I think that's why Nintendo, um, dollar in the jar, um why nintendo when they feel like they're not going to show you anything until it's actually ready to go and polish and when they show that it is a portion of the game is ready to go and polish that's when they're going to make the trailer and bring it out um you brought up the nth thing uh I, I always bring up the Damon S. Machina thing that they put out a demo for people to try and be like, we want your feedback. And your yeah. feedback helps us that we're gonna we already don't have a, a set date, but your feedback is gonna help us polish the game. A lot of people had a lot of people see that the game was average. A lot of I still love the game. I, I think it's it's such a great game. Um where Anthem was just like we only seen the trailers. And you push this narrative of this game with this beta before the day is actually released. So we didn't really get a chance to get a feel for the game and really get different get information because you did a closed beta, you did a beta for everybody. And then, yes, it did. You did a uh, a full game which allowed everything to. Um, to fail you, they didn't give it time to breathe and so it, with them not being able to get that game together to delay it and really work on the game uh anthem had is continued to have its problems and everything now and there is a new story that's out there that you know anthem the anthem team still hasn't like really said much but they said the process and the development is going uh pretty smoothly they were talking about loot and everything so there are some stuff with uh anthem that is happening that is making the game better they just haven't revealed it so with halo infinite uh with this multiplayer maybe if people could get past the graphics and everything if the shooting is there if moving around it's just like being with your teammates and i i saw i said this to this to lebron and uh corey that if you could go back to original xbox with the land parties and how that online thing was where you know i said if you weren't playing smackdown or if you weren't playing mario kart double dash or golden eye or some kind of form of multiplayer Halo on Xbox, the original Xbox, the first one, was the game that people were playing for shooters. And they were having these pizza parties and beer and just hanging out and everything. They were having that. And so if Halo Infinite multiplayer can grasp that again, I think with it being free is going to be a benefit is going to be a benefit but it may also push people to get game pass or buy the game because if there's lot content on it they be like you gotta actually put some money into it now if you want to support us 
if you want to buy it, if you want to buy this, we got an offer right here that that you can't really refuse. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. So for so for me with um just with everything that's going on, um, so I I do think that um like and and I don't know like you know maybe maybe we'll get we'll get something more about it or you know or maybe it comes out and honestly it's not that big of a deal like it looks fine and and you know like what we seen you know was was truly just a an old build of the demo and and it just was lacking some of the polish and you know like that shows up you know day one or whatever it looks fine but um the thing is too to like and and i had kind of said this uh in our chat thing you know like around the time that we had seen it yeah like the the thing is too is a lot of people i i don't think realize that they had built a completely new engine for this game mm-hmm. uh that's going to be basically the the engine they use for halo moving forward on this next generation yes of console and usually like a lot of times when people build a brand new engine it can take like three to five years to years. build one and 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 that's what when i when we was talking i i mentioned gorilla games gorilla games yeah. engine because that is gorilla games help make death strand death mm-hmm. Stranding. they're running on that horizon engine i don't know what gorilla mm-hmm. games call it but their engine that they're using it they're working on it so maybe mm-hmm. in the future naughty dog and insomniac and uh anyone else uh team truco team uh team eco maybe they could all use gorilla games because now you are using in-house your in-house engine you're not mm-hmm. dealing with umbrella engine 5 where mm-hmm. you have to pay a license or anything because i think that's the thing with people don't understand with uh halo's engine and hellblaze engine mm-hmm. uh Microsoft and and uh, Ninja Theory they gotta pay a license for that. Mm-hmm. Halo doesn't have to do that at all yeah. because they're using their own itch. Yeah, and so and so one of the things you know that people had uh, some issues with that just didn't look as great mm-hmm. on on the uh, on the Halo uh, demo was the uh, like a lot of the like how how surfaces reacted and. You know, and how in in the light or in the darkness it would lose its, um, you know, like it would lose the uh, sharpness and the you know the uniqueness look of of the surface and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know, and there was talk about you know a lot of that stuff being due to the a certain type of you know lighting, uh, you know way you do lighting because like a lot of times in games. Uh, lighting and and um, shadows are baked in to the yeah. to the objects, and so like when you have a really really detailed surface, the only way to make it look decent in dark or in light is you have like actual, um, you know, like different alternate images of that surface with different lighting effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that it would switch and, to, and and, because... and that's what Digital Foundry covered. They was talking about yeah. the lighting on there. Yeah. Um, 
uh, go ahead, continue, because I, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. It's just no. like you mentioned it, and I'm like, that's the same thing that Digital Foundry showed, yeah. and like, I think yeah. two days or some sometime after they did the Halo Infinite well, thing. We'll see, like, you know, this is the thing, like, I've been doing this a lot lately, lot, a lot lately with, you know, be it things from Sony, be it things from Nintendo, be it things from Xbox, you know, PC, like I've been trying to do my my due diligence to actually look in at multiple sources of people who know way more than I do or the majority of people do about the way things work when it comes to building games because I want to try to have a more educated understanding of things instead of just right away throwing shade at stuff. You know, like I want to be able to try to, you know, like give these these de- developers the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and learn about why things may look the way they do or why, you know, like it's, why why is this an issue? I, I think it's I, I can actually say this, like if you want to understand lighting in this modern age before next gen goes definitely play the last of us too mm-hmm. it has its problems it has some great things with it but the lighting and that lighting team did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. uh one of uh i'm friends with one of them on twitter or followers with one of them on twitter and mm-hmm. um like we respond, he responds to different people and everything, and it was just like he was showing pictures of what he did to light and showing mm-hmm. pictures on what other people on the lighting team. And I was just like, that was the main takeaway that I got from The Last of Us 2 is that the lighting in this game is like phenomenal, which mm-hmm. like I the delays and stuff, they really put some work in the lighting when yeah. you put it put it into the game. And if you don't pay attention to that, you don't understand why the lighting in the Halo Infinite 2 might not seem up to snuff. You know, yeah. definitely if definitely if you're paying attention because it looked like they were fighting something like in the dusk. Like it was like evening or yeah. it was um it wasn't so bright. And I yeah. think that's what a lot of people were just like these this still looks generic like for a system that's supposed to be doing all this ray tracing and all of this uh yeah. tech uh, techno- uh technological stuff ha- in the system there should have been a better representation to it and yeah which i think it was lacking i i think it was lacking um the the version that we seen didn't mm-hmm. seem to really have any true um uh it didn't it didn't seem to have full ray tracing support whatever they yeah. showed us mm-hmm. um because it was only being like done in certain things um and that's why like you know they've come out and they've said that there's going to be like a ray tracing pack and stuff that you know I thought with the the series x version there's going to be a bunch of things that will be fixed and look a lot better on that version alone because there yeah. there will be some updates but so kind of going back though to to what was going on in that demo so so like they uh, i forget i forget how long uh unreal had been working on making the unreal engine it's been like i think 
like over oh, five. Yeah, I think it's been like 15, 15 years or something like crazy it like had, that that they had been working on it for. Uh, no, it had to be shorter than that. No, I think it, it was because Unreal I heard Four. I heard it was a really long time that they had been it, working on it. It could have been because Umbrella 4 didn't drop until maybe 2007, 2008. So yeah. were they working on 4 and 5 at the same time? Cause they, I, I was, well, I think I, once they finish one, I think they start working on the next one. And with the vision of, of next generation, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in the, in the you know, the view... They right, probably, as they're they're going along, they're kind of tweaking things. I forget. I, think, I watched something I, where they said how long they had been working, working on it on for, it. and I don't remember the exact amount of time, but I just know they said that it was over a decade. Because I you know, think, so. right? Because I think Unreal, I think Wii U was doing Unreal Three. Yeah. And and I think Unreal Four didn't come to Nintendo until Switch came out, mm-hmm. but every that's when everybody was already using Unreal. Yeah, because when Unreal Three was going to be used on Switch, uh, I mean not Switch on uh on uh on Wii U, Unity was being used on Wii U for indie games. So those engines for different games were working were being used on that system. And then I think once One and PlayStation Four kind hit they had the system ready for unreal engine 4 because unreal engine 4 looked at a hot mess when they first showed that trailer i'm like oh this looks literally bad um like the lava that they showed looked like jello shots <laughs> like this is not good at all square enix luminous engine that's what i called it, it looks so much better but they they had so many problems with it so they had to go with unreal engine 4 um now yeah. that we have unreal engine 5 hitting uh one x and uh playstation 5 pc and then switch and other platforms um we're going to see a, a different graphical uh level uh a quality and i yeah. think with, i think with halo infinite i I think people felt felt robbed in a sense because they understand that they've been building this engine and stuff, but you would think that if it was a little bit more detail, it would really show off with the Series X because I think that's what everybody is getting mad at with Microsoft. And this is this this is uh, going to probably lead into our next discussion because I wanted to ask this one to you also. I'm like, well, what uh, is... can I finish? Can I finish? Oh with yeah, this go ahead. Though first, because I still got a lot to say. Oh, um, okay, so so the thing is, what I was trying to get at is the Unreal Engine. You know, they had been working on it for a real long time on five. And so like the the um slip the newest slipstream em- engine that uh Halo Infinite is running in, um, there's some stuff in there that they are doing that is very ambitious that mm-hmm. that like is really, really difficult to to do. Like you, I don't. I just don't think they really would have been able to do it, like perfectly, on on the old consoles, mm-hmm. you know, and have it work on the older consoles and work. I think I, that's why I think it's going to look better on the Series X. Like once everything is kind of situated and they've got everything polished, 
Yeah. I think it will look better. It may take a little time for them to still maybe finish some things up, like uh, for that first day, you know, release patch or something. And, and that's but, why a lot of people felt like that should have been already done with this trailer. And I think that's well, what uh, some of the upset for some yeah, people. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is you know, like like I was saying, like the, the Unreal, what the, what they do in the Unreal Engine, they had perfected a lot of what what they were trying to do in this new slipstream engine mm-hmm. but they had like you know three times four times as much time to 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 make it you know perfect compared to what they did for the slipstream engine you know like unreal engine had a way long time to to really you know get these things going whereas they had to try to get it done so they can make this big game that they, you know, that they were working on. And so one of the, one of the things that, that made it, you know, really difficult for, and, you know, like for them to get stuff right. And is because they were dealing with a whole brand new ideas that, that they had never really had to deal with on top of trying to perfect it in this new engine though you know the whole you know how in the unreal 5 engine they showed you know moving the light source and how yeah like everything that would affect everything well they did that in in the slipstream engine but but there's still some things that they need to tweak to to improve upon that that mm-hmm. that thing because like the whole idea of halo infinite is you could play through the game you know, like six times and every single time that you play through the game, through the campaign, um, depending on what you're doing, you could be doing uh, fights, that same fight every single time at completely different times of the day. Yeah, they, because they, there's they a did full, mention it. They, yeah. uh, they, uh, they, uh, day and night cycle. They did yeah. mention that. So, um, so, so that, that, very ambitious thing that they're doing in it Mm -hmm. plus trying to do plus they're also doing where the the clouds and everything are procedurally generated yeah so like clouds and all that won't won't always look the same because most games in order to make um the polish look really good on things uh, they're not doing, you know, a day-night light cycle because they want to have one stationary light. So then, when they bake in the the light, you know, the light sources into mm-hmm. how the reflections and the things of the way that that surfaces look, they can get away with that because the light source is always going to be coming from the same direction, right? Whereas yeah. with this, when you have a light source that's hitting the characters at different directions, now you can't just bake that stuff directly into the the um, the assets. You have to let the actual lighting source in the game do all that stuff by itself because... So you can't do the cheap way of just making things look, you know, like a certain way when you're in light being and able when to you're in dark. Be, being yeah. able to fake it uh, yeah. without, yeah. well, yeah. Pre- uh, optimization and compression. Yeah. I, I think and so. Lot- they're, they're they're doing that kind of stuff in this game, and like I said, they they you know they had a fraction of the time to perfect that. But see, that, this is uh, I think 
this is that system. I'm I'm coming from the mind frame of people being upset in a sense, and mm-hmm. uh, the I think the mind frame is is that how do you, as a company, because I think they the I think they started this whole engine after Halo Five. I think they took I I think they literally took a break after Halo Five. You know who we released the game? Let's break. Um, and during that time, they were just like, okay, we got to create something completely new for this. Yeah. If we're going yeah. in a new direction with Halo. This the this needs a a different um Approach. this needs a, a exactly. And so they probably were thinking that um before they even like announced Halo Infinite or even showed off the engine. There have been talks. Nobody, they, they probably have just been talking as a team of what should we do? What do we need? What kind of direction do we want to take Halo? And what is mm-hmm. going to be the power that's going to give it? And so it's one of those aliens where I still hate to say this. It's one of those alien colonial marines thing is that you are impressed by showing off what it could be, the ideal of it. Everybody is running with that ideal as the actual game. And then when the actual content is shown or released, it's not what you showed in a sense. So that is from the gamer, uh, that's from the gamer perspective who is angry and upset. I Mm. definitely agree with you. I'm 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 there with you. Like I didn't think it was bad. I think I had No, I honestly I, when I watched I, the 4K, when I watched the regular like the actual 4K trailer, yeah. it looks so much better than, you it know, does. that that 1080p that they were that they were uh that, that they were streaming. Cool. I think and I think is, I think unfortunately there's a lot it, of people out there who got mad at that version of it. And never actually watched the 4K, 4K. one, I thinking think, that that one was in 4K. Yeah, like because I think my thing is the the one of the problems that I could understand that it's an early build. It was definitely Chief's uh glove, and it was just like the glove looked basic when the light hit it. You would think that his glove would be a little bit more detailed, where you like you could see spots or you could be you could see something, and it's just like okay. That's some assets that they got, but I think they're still developing on it. And that light source is showing how it's not up to snuff. Now, mm. not say, not saying that Halo Infinite looks bad. It, it, I think they, they were trying to show off. This is the world of Halo. This is the idea that we're get, that we're giving you. Um, mm. if you give us a chance to continue to work on this game, it's going to improve. There are going to be patches and everything. Um, so. one, of the, one of the other things too that I wanted to mention is like you know like yeah I do I do hope that they fix some of those graphic things because it, mm-hmm. you know like especially if we're going to be playing on a series X you know we want that game to look amazing but the thing is when it comes down to it you know like like I always bring up Anthem like Anthem, that game, like every aspect of that game looks phenomenal. Like it, yeah. it is one of, I think, the most amazing looking games on this generation. Um, but the lack of game stuff is what made people not like it. So, so like in my opinion, and you know, and this is where a lot of people um, 
you know, become hypocrites. But like, you know, I don't care. I, let's I say, think, let's say, no, no, listen, they, Ed. No, listen, Ed. Ed no, it, it, it's the no, definition. No, I, no, it's the literal I, I, definition I, I of say, I hypocrite. Don't think, I don't think. That, I don't think it's people are being hypocrites or anything. No, I, it's I the think, it's the definition I, of hypocrite. No, but what I what I'm saying is I would have called them hypocrites because of Halo Infinite being so much of an open world thing and we only no. seeing that that small little piece. I, I'm well, just saying I'm I'm just saying not not compared. You're to not Apple. letting me finish. Though. I didn't finish. Why I'm saying that that it's hypocritical? Because people people have said for how long? Okay, like and I had posted this on something because it's just irritated. Like people can be very irritating because you know, like some people just can't be pleased no matter what. So, okay, so one of the things was when Xbox 1 came out, mm-hmm. you know, like they had a lot of really good um uh exclusives lined up, you know, and then in PS4 came out the majority of people still went with PS4 because of a lot of the issues of, of you know, of of getting out what the Xbox One was going to be, right? Mm. And so when people that did buy Xbox Ones, though, said, hey, well, you know, like, they may have screwed up and stuff, but look at all these great games we have. But then PS4 people, to counter that, said, well, uh, yeah, but still look at all the... The few games that we have on PS4 look better it w- than it, what they looked on the Xbox One. Just let me finish, Ed. Oh no, 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 Just let me finish. Just let me finish. No, no, because I was, I was about to say I, I agree. I with know. You. <laughs> one of the no, because one of the big things that we and we discussed this before. Yeah. One of the big things was the used games, the used game situation with Marcus with Xbox One and and PlayStation Four. Now look at it, both both of them. Yeah. Use games don't even matter anymore because people yeah. went digital. So it was just yeah. like y'all well, cried, y'all cried about this new thing against Microsoft, yeah. but now y'all really digital because y'all, you got Game Pass if you picked up an Xbox, yeah. and y'all went all digital when when their sales of a first party game for for Sony is going on, it's always digital sales more yeah. than physical. So what was yeah, the, what's so, the argument of the used games thing? So that's well, what I was just saying. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, but so, okay, so. So, okay, so then, so then the, so the, so the argument was at first, okay, so Xbox One had a bunch of really good exclusives. PlayStation was, you know, in the process of getting to the point of where they would have a lot of good exclusives. Uh But in the beginning, it was a little slow, but their games looked better. So it didn't matter, you know, that the Xbox had games, right? Okay, so then, so then all of a sudden you get to the point of where Xbox Series uh, Xbox One X comes out, and all the games look better on that because it's more powerful, even than the Pro. You know, things run smoothly. You know, like that was the best place to play third-party games, but then. Then the argument was, well, that doesn't matter that games look better there because they don't have first-party games. It's like, okay, well, you said in the beginning, though, that when PS4 didn't have exclusives as nice as what Xbox One was, that it didn't matter because it looked better. But now that you've got exclusives and 
Xbox One doesn't, you're saying looks don't matter. So which one is it? Is it looks don't matter or, you know, like, so, so, okay. So that's where the hypocrisy comes in. And people have said multiple times that if it doesn't matter, if a game isn't 4k, it doesn't matter if a game is, isn't 60 frames per second. It doesn't uh, just let me finish, please. Can I please finish? Yeah, (laughs) It doesn't matter if it's 60 frames per second. If you have a game that plays good and you, you know, you enjoy the game, most people don't care. They've been saying that what a game looks like. Right. So why all of a sudden now is and it I, such a big I, deal? I, I want to know why it's, it's such a, a big deal. Like. Because people are still people are still holding on to that burn from what Xbox did in the past. It's it's been five plus some years. People need to let that go. Microsoft yeah. have been working hard to get the, to get back. I guess in gamer graces, if people want to say that, they've been trying to do everything they can to show gamers that they are really, um, that they really love games and they want to bring out the best. But yet people are still holding Microsoft to that old thing. There should be no way now with with One X being out, with PlayStation 4 being out, that you are still choosing one side over the other about exclusive and how a game looks and stuff. Because the mm-hmm. thing about it is, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, there's a, you, a 3DS game has beaten out some of the most powerful games. Mm-hmm. Of a Link Between Worlds could take Game of the Year over whatever high grading game came out for Xbox and for Microsoft and even Nintendo's own console at that time. That's crazy. And th- yeah. in the Link Between World, it's not on. It's, it's not on a powerful system. It doesn't have 4K or 60 frames. Per, well, it maybe has 60 frames uh, because it's fast. It it don't look the best. But how do a 3DS game take Game of the Year? How? So yeah, if so if so if you oh go ahead I'm sorry uh, no I ju- I was just gonna say you know like so so like that that's the way I've looked at this like you know like am I I'm and I'm not gonna be like a fanboy about it like yeah I am bummed that it doesn't look better but at the same time like that that's gonna be second nature for me like I all I care at the end of the day is that they nailed the game they give us a good story they give you know i can look past the the graphics mm-hmm. as long as they can do that right and if they they prove to us that they did that right i'm okay with them taking a little bit of time it's, to to maybe bring out more new assets or updates or whatever i don't care about that i want to just have a good game it's one of the things that people are having high expectations for something and those expectations are not met. Why are you why are you setting your expectations super high? And it may be because now this is two things. Um it may be because that person is a fan of the Halo series and they still support and believe in the Halo series. And regardless of what this is, they'll still get it. The second the second one is is the marketing that Microsoft has been saying about Series X. And some people, I don't know if they're holding them to it, be like all that word talk and tech and tech talk that you're saying is not being represented in this one game. It's not being represented in the games that you're showing. 
because everything is said early game in engines yada 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 everybody just like if nintendo could show stuff running off their hardware and this is what you're actually going to get you as microsoft and sony who have the most powerful systems above nintendo should be showing some actual gameplay of what we're going to get and your tech talk does not work for us anymore the same thing i said about stadia if you can if you could give us the tech talk and all that tech talk is not coming out through your games people are going to hold you accountable and everybody Mm. well not everybody some people are holding uh, Microsoft, or I should say 343 Studios in general, they're holding 343 Studios in general to that standard, to be like, this is what your boss said, and you're not delivering what you, um, the promise of what your mm-hmm. boss said. That's why I said, yes, yes, Hellblade 2 looks good as a cutscene, but we need to see what they're actually going to do when the game is running. It's not mm-hmm. about running on Unreal Engine 5. If I want to see, some people are like, I want to see what is this game actually going to be like running on Unreal Engine 5 that's going to show us that 4K 60 frames per second to 120 frames per second. Because if you cannot show that within a year and a half or two, and it still looks like that you guys are still trying to figure stuff out on the system to get the run there is no way that i need a series x or a playstation 5 because you guys are not delivering on everything that you said you have mm-hmm. expect you have your gamers are be, be, becoming not finicky but gamers are becoming to be like we expect more for you if you're going to yeah. talk all big from this you need to deliver on that talk people make people make fun of nintendo all day long about their online system but like i said did nintendo did nintendo say anything big about their online set online system did they try to market you on the big thing on what the nintendo online system is going to be no nintendo was literally they literally said this is what the online thing is you can play games we added this all and that's it they were they they literally said everything about it and gave you a price and we're not trying to do anything more than that if they said what they was going to say and they deliver on that why are you trying to add more to the uh conversation why are you trying to add more and have a different belief? Be like, Nintendo never said that. Nintendo yeah. showed you what it is. And every time Nintendo says something and shows you something, that's what it's going to be. If they got to apologize to it, look at Anuma when he came out and apologized for the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild being delayed. He got in front of camera and told everybody that the game is delayed because they have more work and more ideas. They did not pussyfoot around with anything. Yeah, I mean, the only my only argument about that though, with mm-hmm. the the internet stuff, is like I don't think that um, the whole internet stuff uh, for for Nintendo, like I was fine with it at first, but I don't like now. Like it's been how many years since the Switch came out, and think, um, uh, and we haven't years? seen yeah, and we haven't seen any kind of uh like of like sign of them trying to improve the internet stuff really at all and like so like i'm fine paying for internet you know to to have to use the internet to play games online if you're going to stick that money into improving upon that 
and they haven't been. So therefore, and, and, I don't and, think you should have to pay to play games and, and online every, with the Switch. And everybody, but see, everybody's trying to equate it to what Microsoft and Sony's charging. It's just like this is twenty dollars a year, a year. Mm-hmm. What you uh, just a year? You know, yeah. of course, if you're going to play online with Nintendo stuff and you need it, that that's their that's their ordeal. You know, mm-hmm. it's only twenty dollars a year. You pay more as in buying cigarettes per week than you would pay on Nintendo online. Mm-hmm. For some people, they would do the same thing with alcohol. You would spend more money than you would do on Nintendo online. Just say in general, if we're if we're doing comparisons for it. Heck, you even spend more online playing Game Pass than you do with Nintendo online. Whether you have Ultimate or well, not, yeah. But to be but fair, there's a, but there's a but lot to of be stuff fair, that I'm co- paying that money and right. I'm not even using it. Right. <laughs> so I shouldn't right. even be but paying is, it anymore. But but with Game Pass, <laughs> I'm just talking about the price. Like two months is is thirty dollars. Just yeah. just Ultimate and Nintendo is still just the twenty dollars for for a whole year. It's up to you. That option is up to you if you want to play online with their games and with other people. Yeah. The option is well, already there. My my thing my thing is is what honestly what they should do is you pay the twenty dollars a year, but uh, that would be just for the the uh, the digital consoles you know the Super Nintendo like because basically that's what you're paying for right now is that but they they lock the internet behind that because they, like I said like if like. Other companies stick money into improving which, things when you pay for stuff, which you know, which, like, and they're not doing that. Which, uh, which I actually asked Luke about this. I'm just like, what is it about Americans that don't get how Japanese play online? Because me, me and Corey and Je- and uh, LeBron was talking about it. It's just like everybody's trying to equate something from a different country to America, and you can't do that because of people in Japan. They do a lot of stuff locally. Everything online. <laughs> Dude, they do, they're they do, everything they online. Some, they do some stuff Their online. Their tech is so much more advanced than ours. But there is a lot of people who do a lot of gaming locally who are not online in Japan. Where here in America... They do it on their phones is the problem. That's, well, well, yeah, but there are people who... The phone they, companies put a lot of money into their internet. But there are people... And Nintendo who, isn't. <laughs> but, but see, the thing about it is if you look at 3DS, um, when they was doing like their local games and stuff there were people who were out there playing games together locally japan has a different japan has a different space when it comes to online and local play and everybody is trying to everybody here in america sometimes don't understand that logic because they are a bigger population than us we're able to pay the cable company and hop online like that or we use able to hop our use our phone well, their, their internet their internet and stuff there is is a hundred times better than ours too like you've got to you've got to remember that there's a lot of places here that barely even get internet and that's what the difference is is they don't want they don't they don't care about people who don't have great internet because they're so used to their just having great internet. So they don't have to put any kind of effort into making like the internet parts sides of games having to change that or do that differently because they just have really good internet there that just works. Like, whereas here, 
Like they're, you know, like you've got to get like, like go out and spend like seven, eight, nine hundred dollars on on a Wi-Fi modem just to be able to get, you know, a decent and, Wi-Fi and, like connection for gaming. And then you're forced to go with in whatever internet provider is there, depending yeah. on where you live at, because there's people in your own in your own city or even in Green Bay and Dora County and stuff who live yeah. in the sticks and their internet is garbage. But it's yeah. all that they got because they have to have they feel like they gotta have cable or some internet, and this is mm-hmm. the only way to do it. And they have they literally have no choice, and it yeah. sucks for them here in America and the internet. Not saying that it's all always bad, but depending on where you live at, you sometimes don't have a choice, and that sucks. Yeah, well, because like one of the one of the perfect examples is you know the Street Fighter games. Yeah. Uh, the the last Street Fighter game, you know, that's a a, a Japanese developed game. Um, the net code is complete garbage for that game. Here, if you're playing it here, it's garbage. But you play it in Japan, it works fine because their internet is super fast. You know, everything works very smoothly there. And so the way the net code is set up in that game, mm-hmm. it works perfectly fine there. But it doesn't here, and they don't care. They're just right, like, and- oh, well. Because you know, like, and see, and that's where there's issues and J- with and with J- things. And in if, Japan, that stuff has to feel like arcade quality because they, mm-hmm. if you literally go to Japan, there if there's if there is a arcade Street Fighter Five homemade cabinet made, there's somebody putting money in it to play that game. Yeah. Here, here in America, shoot, we still have we have problems with Smash, but Smash mm-hmm. is really supposed to be played with everybody inside the house then you playing online and it mm-hmm. it, it it sucks i'm not saying yeah. like well, i said you know Nintendo, like they, those the people those people from america like spent their own time and money to try to um fix the uh the net code and stuff on mm-hmm. on smash because they were you know we were going to be still having the the e e uh the esports thing yeah. Uh, you know, and so they had to actually fix that game and make it make it actually good on internet on to play over the internet because you can't have a game that that has really bad net code and you're trying to play for you know for an actual legitimate tournament online if it if it's not going to work properly. And mm-hmm. so they had to actually like fix uh smash uh, Super Smash, uh, to be able to have it a version of the game that would actually work properly playing over the internet. But and but they the, did that and they spent the time on it, but then it ended up getting canceled. Canceled anyway. And and more people pay attention to Smash because you are seeing two people who are highly skilled fighting against each other. Yeah. You know, it's it's right there, and more people are more interested in that. I told, like I told Corey and Laurent, everybody, please check out uh Boss Rush podcast because we had a good discussion about that. Where it was just like, yes, their online system is is questionable content all the way full through. I would not disagree with that. But I want to see that Game Informer 8-player 
a player fight that everybody is in the room because everybody is having mm-hmm. a fun time in the commentary. And when you watch that, even though you're not partaking about it, you're getting some kind of excitement. You're getting into it. And mm-hmm. going back to Halo Infinite, like if if Halo Infinite multiplayer had a, a has a big problem with the online thing, but it still offers like local play. Everybody is doing just the old Xbox way, and it's fun as it's fun as ever. Yeah. That's what's gonna be the thing about it. It's gonna be like it's gonna be that connection of literally having fun. You yeah. know. Well, um, in in you know, and like that's the thing. I think, I think, uh, like just to kind of finish, yeah, the whole Halo talk thing up. Mm-hmm. So like you know, like I like I said, yes, I I do expect them to to make that game look better, and I definitely will be holding them accountable for that, but. At the end of the day, like for me, that's not the most important thing. Like I, I I want them to do what, what, you know, what they didn't, weren't able to do in five. I want to have a good story, you know, like that's what I'm worried, more worried about than, than how it looks. I want to explore this world, this open, this open world, because that's what I did with Gears 5. It's just like, once I was able to get into that world and explore, I didn't really care about the missions. I wanted to do the side stuff, because I wanted to see what this offered, and that's what's more important to me in Halo 5. I mean, Halo Infinite. I'm not worried about the graphics. I'm not worried about the multiplayer, or even the story campaign. I want to see what what can I find that I wasn't supposed to find or what battle am I going to get into and what's going to be the reward? Cause that, that side stuff is going to make my main stuff easier to do. Well, and you know, and you, this is how I really honestly figured, figured it out for myself. Um, mm-hmm. what, what type of person I am when it comes to games, like, and I've always thought I've cared about, graphics and what you know how something looks but i've been noticing lately when it comes to you know like when we watch the playstation show or we watched you know the xbox or or whatever showcases like i'm like hearing all these people complain about how games look and i'm like i i didn't even notice that like like i like like when I was seeing games, I was looking for like the characters and the, you know, like this and that and like, you know, like what kind of, you know, things they were doing. And I never for once for any of the showcases this year have I cared so much how something looked. Mm-hmm. You know, no, like it's different when it's something that smacks you like in the face that you can't you can't not see like obviously like the direction that they go art wise or something. There's still going to be types of those that turn me off. Mm -hmm. But, but beyond that, ultimately I've found that I really don't care about the very, very minute, like, you know, if I'm looking straight, like really close up to my screen and just analyzing every bit of a game like what i'm seeing i'm not really caring about that as much i'm finding it's one it's one of the things that everybody still hold these showcases up to a nintendo direct quality there's mm -hmm. something about 
another five dollars in the jar. Well, for well there's but a- the but the thing is though is there's 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 a lot of games or not a lot, but there are there's a there's still games though that are on Switch that may not be the the greatest looking thing in the world, yeah, but yeah. it's an amazing game. So it doesn't yes. matter. Like yes. that's the thing though. That's what the Switch has done a really good job of mm. is saying, hey, you don't have to have these 4K graphics to to make a good game like and i understand that and like you know and just because something can do 4k like it that also doesn't mean and this was you know like kind of another thing people were taking a dig you know for a long time now on xbox is you know you have things like sea of thieves and and grounded now and like all these things that that aren't these ultra realistic looking games and sometimes it feels like people are like well because you can do 4k that you should be doing these last of us and you know god of war type games and it's like no like i'm glad that we have a a, a variety of games i don't want just those kind of games if i wanted those i'll get a playstation i don't want those (laughs) And, but you know what? Even PlayStation is trying to find its way into a diverse catalog. Yeah. It's just like yeah. this year they did a really good job of that, and that's why I I was one hundred percent amazed with their showcase, yeah. right? Like, because and, it was different from what I had I've been used to seeing. And we year. right, and we said that about Microsoft. It's just like you guys mm-hmm. are good, and you have 12, 12 or fifteen studios, and you yeah. guys have enough where you can deliver a, a diverse catalog. You don't have yes. to have every. Okay, yes, grounded is getting like a lot of love. That's great. Yeah. The way that Ori, the, the way that Cuphead, um, the way State of Decay, Forza, like there's a whole bunch of stuff that even Minecraft Dungeons and stuff, regardless of people liked it or not, they oh, like, Minecraft you, Dungeons for even for the kind of art style it is it looks phenomenal right and it's and and like microsoft could stay on that row of yes deliver us different different games because guess what Mm -hmm. just because a dot don't like a game that you guys created guess what it wasn't for them it's sometimes not created for them it's created for some other type of thing you have they have they have every right to not like it but that shouldn't affect you guys of marketing to what this game should be if they don't like minecraft dungeon a you don't have to play it b you don't have to buy it if it's if it's not meant for you don't touch it. Don't don't ruin it for anybody else who wants to jump into this game and play for mm-hmm. it. If the messaging has been like, pick up a controller and play with your family. Guess what? If you're a person who don't have a family to play a game with this game with, don't give it hate. It's not for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I could play Minecraft Dungeons. I got it on Switch, and I enjoy yeah. it. I will return to it because of other games. But I'm just like <laughs> I, I, I'm like I played it. It's fun because I like this diversity that Microsoft is delivering. If I want to play something a little bit more mature, I have, I have Switch, I have PlayStation, and I have Xbox who offer mature experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe and it, that you know, and that's. You know, and that's the thing, you know, why why I've always liked Nintendo and, you know, why, honestly, I've been kind of excited for 
for you know the what we've seen with xbox it's kind of the same thing like i'm getting these these experiences that that are um that are unique and you know some of them are almost reminiscent of like an indie style game you know which you know i've said multiple times like i love indie games i don't mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be ultra realistic looking it doesn't need to be you know like you know all these these things that you know that people expect from from 4k it's like all I want is a good experience that I'm enjoying. And it really, at the end of the day, most times the way the the art styles and things like that are really don't matter as much as what that experience is giving you. And Nintendo I, has always given amazing experiences without having to make things look ultra realistic. Mm-hmm. You know, now finally Xbox is has been doing a lot more of that, of just really, you know, really just focusing on on unique experiences. I, I still feel like Quantum Break is one of uh, one of Xbox's greatest games. Before yeah. the Motorsport, following behind for placing, I think the Last Guardian is one of the greatest games with Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. and Horizon following behind because they each give me some kind of experience that's never really been done. I don't yeah. care what anyone talk talk about Quantum Break. I love this. I love the story. I love the art. The uh the act the real life action parts. I was into. I'm like I can yeah. watch this as a TV thing. Yeah. This this is in I wanted gross. it a show. And, <laughs> right. And really no one I, besides her story. Um, it's that her story, even though that's an F and V kind of style game, it's mm-hmm. on that level of enjoyment with Quantum Break. And I'm like, no one did has done this as first party. Nintendo won't touch it. That's completely fine. This makes it more more of an exclusive and more of you know have like you said meaningful like it mm-hmm. really means something to the xbox brand to have mm-hmm. something like this if sony is not touching it a pc player a pc companies are not touching it and this is only on microsoft this is the exclusive and that i'm enjoying that this mm-hmm. experience that i'm getting and mm-hmm. i love when companies decide to do that and everything yeah. so yes. But we're going to jump into the last part of the show because we <laughs> have been uh, going a little bit longer. Um, we're going to get down to uh, what's been in our arsenal. Uh, go ahead, Jesse. I'm going to hand it over to you because you've been playing Grounded. Um, yeah, yeah. I, oh, Man, I've, like, I could not wait. Like, the first time that we seen this game, I was so mm-hmm. excited and intrigued and intrigued as to what what it was going to be yes. and um you know i had i had my my worries about it you know with it being an open game you know i was like well you know is it gonna have the uh the uh the whole anthem problem where where there's not an, enough to do or you know but again it's also an only in preview um, but I'll be honest, this game has so much stuff to do. And I believe they said that we only have like access to about 20% of yeah. what they have completely like figured out with this game. Like, and you know what they have for the, the main, the final game, the final product. Yeah. Um, I think, I think they slowly, like it slowly will 
roll stuff into it as they're developing it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but I think they said that they're only probably at about maybe twenty percent of the uh, of the content that they have planned for the game that's in, available in it right now. And there's a lot going on in this game. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, like some of it is, you know, for certain people can get tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's but that comes with this genre of game that it is. Like you, you know, like when you play your World of Warcrafts or your, you know, your uh, um, Elder Scrolls Online or any of those kind of games, you're going to be doing a lot of grinding or just RPG games in general. You know, there's certain things you're going to have to do multiple times to try to get something better, you know even destiny and stuff like that too like you can go through raids multiple times and keep on getting the same dumb gun or or a a bad gun that you don't want but you're gonna have to keep on doing that to finally get what you want whereas with this they're you know they take the different approach of where you're gonna constantly be doing the same things to get materials that you need to build the better thing that you want you know, which, in my opinion, I I prefer that any day over the random drop stuff in games, mm-hmm. just because that can get really, really uh, frustrating. <laughs> yeah, but um, so like you know, knowing that what I'm doing has a purpose, you know, and I don't feel like my time was wasted. I do prefer this kind of style of doing things, but but that's just me. So, but but yeah, so like the like building and stuff i i mean it there's so much stuff to to how you can do things and how you can uh um you know like make the processes the process uh much quicker uh if you build certain things like there's uh there's these things you can build where you can stack up um the leaves the leaf pieces or or grass uh pieces that Mm. you use to build walls and stuff like that yeah and then there's one you can stack up all the more wood pieces to make the more stronger durable piece and things like that and so otherwise though if you don't have one of those you have to kind of just throw a pile of of things somewhere on the ground and it will stay there so wherever you drop stuff in game, it doesn't disappear over time. It will stay there, um, which is very cool. Um, you know, like so. So if you need certain things, and or you you don't want to hold on to something for a moment, you want to kind of go and do something, and you you need space to to you know store in your backpack. Um, and you want to drop some stuff, but you don't want to completely get rid of it. You can drop things by your houses or stuff like that, and they will stay there. Um, they do have things you can make where you can store stuff as well. But um, what's really interesting about this game, and I at first kind of annoyed me because now we've gotten so spoiled and used to open world games having fast travel. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not have that in this game. So so when you when you or at least I don't have it yet. I mean that might be something that you can unlock for a certain like when you're building houses or something. I don't know. But for right now, if you build a whole bunch of things at one of the the analyzing stations or whatever, 
Um, that stuff will always be there, but you can't just fast travel quick back to that station and go grab your stuff out of your, you know, your, your little storage thing that you may have built there or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to walk all the way back. And at first it was like, I wish that there was, you know, that there was fast travel in this game. But now that I've played it enough and I just love the atmosphere and all the things and like, you know, trying to figure out, oh, like, oh, there's a spider there. So I got to, I have to take the long way around because I want to avoid him or whatever. Um, you can, you know, you'll have to try to figure out those pathways and things like that. Um, because you, you know, could very well die on your trek back to one of your first places that you discovered. And, and if you do, what's cool is your backpack drops where you die. And then mm. when you respawn, your backpack shows up as a beacon on the screen. So, and it will tell you how long you have to go to get to it. So you can go back, go back to it, grab it, get all your stuff back that was in it, and then pick up the journey from there. Um, but what's really kind of neat, though, is you can build beds. And yeah. when you when you build a bed, it will ask you if you want to turn that into a spawn point. So if you die, you'll at least spawn wherever you turned the last thing into a spawn point. Yes. Um. So so you really have to kind of work on, you know, like planning those kinds of things out. Like, OK, well, now I'm pretty far away from the last place that I said is my spawn point. I should probably, it's starting to get dark. I should probably build a, a little tent thing here, turn it into a spawn point, sleep the night away until it gets light out again, and then continue my journey from here and turn this into a spawn point so I don't have to start way back again, you know, from and do a bunch of my journey over. Um, so, like, I and I had kind of said this in our chat, um, like, honestly, this game is giving me the same kind of enjoyment that Breath of the Wild did mm. when it comes to just wanting to explore everything, just explore every little bit of, you know, like a uh, can that's laying in the in the yard or, you know, or there's like big stumps that are, you know, that that are obviously in the yard for um like made to like outline something or just like a stepping stepping like platform type things or you know there's there's juice boxes that 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 are in the yard that are slowly dripping out juice that you can consume and and things like that and you know like there's the battle toads uh um action figure in the mud that you can climb on top of and and like it doesn't quite do it the same as as Breath of the Wild. Like I, I wish there was a full on like you could climb anything stamina kind of thing going on yeah. with this game. I think it would improve it a lot. But but there is a lot to climb on and explore. And I mean, you know, think about every little branch or or any kind of thing that would be in your yard becomes this massive uh you know, thing that you can climb and, and see, like climb high above the grass and look down on things and, you know, you know, overlook, you know, similar to the, the towers that, that were in, in breath of the wild, you know, where you mm -hmm. can kind of go to the top of them and kind of, 
search around and look around and say, oh, over there I see something that looks interesting that I haven't gone to yet and go over there. And and there's a lot of puzzle, you know, puzzle solving things in this game. Like there's this one box thing that had three three lasers shooting at it. Um, but only one of the lasers was uh, aimed perfectly at the little satellite things that were on it. The other one was being blocked by a piece of grass, and the other one was kind of flickering on and off. So you had to, like, okay, well, okay, that one's hitting a piece of grass, so let's let's go find that piece of grass, chop it down so it's no longer blocking the laser, and then, then you know, you fix that one, and it's like, okay, well, now we got to go figure out why this one keeps on flickering off and go solve that problem. And then come back to it, you know, push the button, see what it does. And, and uh, you know, there's just a lot of exploration and, and like, you're solving puzzles, but you don't have any clue exactly for sure what they're going to do, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Like, it's not, it's not like blatantly obvious, like, oh, well, if you do this thing, this is going to happen, which really does a good job of of continuing the mystery of this game you know like because that's what this game is it's like one big mystery as to why you were shrunk how you were shrunk you know like who this this person is that's talking about shrinking things and and you know like there's all this stuff that there is to find out and it makes you want to search every single you know, high and low, every single bit of this this world, to try to figure more out about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And and like like I said, like I haven't played a game that's made me this like wanted to just literally play it every hour of every day that <laughs> I have free, like like Breath of the Wild did. Um. So, like yeah, like honestly, I like I've said to you like. I think this is honestly right now like my my favorite game of the year and it's not even a full game yet though. Yeah. Like <laughs> when it comes to Xbox, I I think I will put uh right now I I will put Ori in the Blind Forest as like my number one. But um like I didn't get grounded. I had changed my I was gonna get it, but I changed my mind because it's just like uh it's already preview and um that doesn't mean that I don't want to get it in early preview. I want to get it in the full finished game. So there's mm. still support coming from me. I yeah. just like I I want it because I'm like if it hooks me and I did everything, I'm gonna be like I I want more. <laughs> you know. It's the the thing is is they did a really smart. They did mm. a really really smart thing with the way they 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 did this game because like a lot of it like a lot of it is focused on you know like there's a like almost like checklists of things that they want you to do and like one of the last things that i i got like i was talking to something um and i won't kind of say too much because i don't want to ruin it for people but um there there was talk about like oh like something said like a prompt like yeah you should you know you like you're doing well now with with what you've analyzed and learned you know now is probably a good time to maybe try building uh a nice you know big uh place now 
you know, now that you've yeah. kind of got the, the, the opportunity and the tools to be able to do it. And so now like it's getting to that point where if I do it, try doing you no know, building something by myself, it's going to take a real long time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where it would be fun to be playing multiplayer, to have people who can help you like be a construction crew and like, you know, this person work on, you know, walls and this person work on doing this and this, per you know, because like, I mean, it's literally like, as I analyze things, um, it's like getting to the point of where it's practically like a, like a Sims game where like you can have like, there's, there's lamps, you can build lamps, you can build, you know, this, you can build that, you know, for your houses and all that. You can mm -hmm. build chairs, you can build tables, you can build, you know, like construction tables, you can build, you know, a roof. The roofs are different parts that you need different pieces for to build than the walls. And, the, you know, you can build a better version of this thing or that thing with the different, you know, stronger or different you know it will be an ant or plant or whatever that you you know that you're finding um so like like there's so much variety and stuff that i haven't even learned how to do yet mm -hmm. in that game that like honestly even though this is only 20 percent of the game it would probably take like 60 hours just to to be able to say that I've done every kind of thing in this game that there is right now. Yeah. Like, Luke, you know, like, oh, insane. I was, was going to say Luke just finished it. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, that's cool. Well, yeah. uh, anything else you've been playing? Um, I've just been trying to play, um, Okami as well. Um, I I have my issues with that game, but like it's a bummer. Like I, I wish it was shorter, but that game is like I do really like the the uniqueness and like the cool things it does with the drawing, you know, how you draw things mm -hmm. kind of to life almost. And like there's a lot there's just so many great things about it that keeps me wanting to play it. But there's also just certain things about it that are just like, ah, oh, why? But yeah, it's it's like overall, it, it's a good game. I just don't think it's a hundred percent for me, but but I am enjoying it. Like when I, because I've been trying to to make sure that I'm playing it, even if it's only for a half an hour mm -hmm. every day, you know, fifteen to thirty minutes a day or whatever. I'm trying to to you know get that. Because I do want to finish it. And, you know, because Rhyme, Rhyme, I'll be able to just, like, breeze through, like, nothing. That's, you know, that's an easy game. I can Did breeze you, through that. I think so. they took, I think they took Rhyme off of Game Pass. Um, yeah, I think so. I own it, though. You own so. it, though? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, so. That's, I, that's pretty much it. Uh, like, for me, for Xbox, it's still Okami HD. I'm at the last part. Um, so I could go ahead and just like literally finish it. Um, because, um, the only reason why I haven't like really put a lot of time in my Xbox and I actually took the HDMI out of my TV and put it in my PlayStation and switch is because I'm trying to get the paper Mario and, 
uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, so, I mean, I will hook it back up because that Okami's only thing I literally have been playing. Um, and everybody keeps talking about Dead Space, and I'm just like, okay. Doom oh, Eternal. Yeah, I played Dead Space too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just gonna run through Dead Space one, two, and I think I have three. I think all three of them are available for backwards compatible for 360. I I believe I have to go through it. Um, yeah, yeah, they are. They are all available um, for backwards compatibility. Um, and I, you know, I I have them through EA Access. But, yes. but yeah. yeah, but if you've owned them in the past. Yeah, they are they are available for backwards yeah. compatibility. Because I think I'm gonna start it back up, and I'm just like I, I'm going to uh, beat one and two because I've like I said I've never played them. I played a little bit of one and then I stopped. But I'm okay. so, but I gotta be in the mood to be like you know let me continue this because right yeah. now for right now I I gotta play uh, what we meant to eat a fish for notes. Um, and beat that again, and I got to play uh, Rhyme for the book club, um, which mm-hmm. that's that was, either Fish and Rhyme won't really won't take me long. It'll take me two. Rhyme will probably take me two to three days, depending yeah. on how much I play. Uh, yeah. But it's not going to be too long. If I remember everything correctly, I should get through that game a little bit quicker. Um, yeah. But pretty much. I apologize, everybody. Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima are like my two mains because I'm trying to get them done so I can do these reviews and stuff. So the reviews yeah. are going to probably be late. And then there's some other stuff that I play. But everybody, that's going to be uh, us. Did we ever throw? Did we? We didn't throw the. No, X. we didn't. No, <laughs> I think probably because we yeah because we restarted the intro and then then just forgot. But that's yes. it's all good. It you know. Yes. So, well, er- everybody, we're gonna throw the X one last time because <laughs> <laughs> we're exiting out. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, yeah. Everybody, uh, we do invite you guys to join us with the book club um, this month. Like I said, we are playing Rhyme, um, so do check that out. We do have our Tomb Raider discussion that is going to be coming, so do also check that out. Um, and then we got a lot more coming because uh we got the history of mass effect happening uh in october and in november uh we are going to have the history of um the history of monster hunter so you guys will have to check that out and then or hopefully in december that we're able to do it the history of the legend of zelda and that one may be a part two um we may do a history of call of duty uh next year jesse because mm-hmm. i think that i think the history of call of duty is going to be a weird one because mm-hmm. that one is just like which games do we cover because it's it's, it's it's such a huge history of games so uh what that's all in the talks for next year and everything yeah. So, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. Once again, check our content on BossRushGames.com and on BossRush Podcast and on Twitch at BossRush um, Podcast um, or BossRush Games on Twitch. And follow us on Twitter at BossRush po- uh, uh, Boss Podcast. Uh, you mm-hmm. can follow us there and everything. With that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And as always, let's continue to play video games and be better one to another. I apologize to you. Jesse, I love you. You know how I am <laughs> when I get into some oh. good conversation. Oh yeah, so, no, it's uh, yeah, and I'm the same learn. way. I'm the same way. That's <laughs> why. 
That's why I, it's, it's I funny had, because I had to learn because you know you say something that clicks. I'm like I got to jump in. I want to yeah, respond. I <laughs> it's my I'm the I'm the same way, and I yeah. I, there's so many times like especially it's so much harder when there's like three or four of us. Yeah. I was like I'll, so many times is like I'll just have to just kind of and and I sometimes to, I don't even get to say anything okay. at all about I, it, but I it's to, just you know. I have to learn to be better, but well, that, that's it's me. it is what it is. Ed. You be you, <laughs> I'll be uh, me, and, and I'll just hopefully people uh, like <laughs> find it entertaining. <laughs> yeah, like I say, like I tell everybody, I'm like me and Jessica have our discussions and stuff. But the moment we get off, I will say yes, I love him because I love, like I said, like yes, it's, like it's, I. Like, People don't I like you guys don't understand. I love everybody here on Watch Rush. We have our ups and downs. I'm the weird one, but I'm like, that's how I am. So once again, everybody. Are you though? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Next time everybody on Arsenal X podcast. Bye everybody. Hey, bro.